Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Bojack Horse Pod Presents Tuca and Bird Pod. Today, we will be talking about Season 2, Episode 4 of Tuca and Birdie, Nighttime Friend. I'm your host, Kirsten McInnes, joined, as always, by the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how are you? I am great. My class is over, finally. I still have my final paper to submit, but that's it. Otherwise, all done. I thought you were going to say no more classes because you finally quit your PhD, <laughs> but yet yeah. here you are. A dream, honestly. Yeah. A dream. We, <laughs> we recorded our Patreon last night and I asked you about your birthday, but for the main feed, how was your birthday? <laughs> I feel like I'm getting way too much attention for this birthday. It's fine. They, the people want to know. My, <laughs> my birthday was lovely. I spent some time with people I love, eating food I like, and having fun. We taught some new people how to play Dutch Blitz at my games night. Have you ever played Dutch Blitz, Lindsay? Heck yeah, I have. We called it something else, but I can't remember what we called it. And then one of my friends was like, here, we have this weird new game that I have. And it turned out that I had already played it under a different name, and I love that game. Well, I love it, and I am like, listen, I don't like to toot my own horn. But I am absurdly good at Dutch Blitz. Like, Remind me how you play it so I can figure out what we call it. Everyone has their own deck of cards and mm-hmm. you are trying to make piles one through ten. You have three, depending on how many people playing, three to five cards face up in front of you, as well as a pile of ten cards, which is your wood pile. And you are trying mm-hmm. to clear your wood pile by making stacks from one to ten in different colors in the middle mm-hmm. of the table. Right. Yes. Okay. Is it kind of like Skipbo? Oh, it could be. I haven't played Skipbo. I think it's like that. Let's see. Okay. In both games, piles in the middle for stacking and building cards. Yeah, I think it's very similar. Okay. Well, anyways, I'm like absurdly good at it. It's not even, it's not funny. And we were trying to teach people how to play. And then I blitzed in like 30 seconds. Whoa. And so it (laughs) didn't really like help. So they're like, well, we'll keep, that was just a practice round. Um, Can you play it normally and not on hard mode? (laughs) My sister was like, Kirsten, next time you're just not allowed to play the practice round when we Mm. teach someone new how to play this game. And I was like, I can't help it. I'm so good at it. And then my (laughs) sister's husband was like, seriously, Kirsten, like, what strategy do you employ? Like, what do you, why do you think you're so good at this? You're and like I was natural like, natural talent, baby. And I was like, well, I think it's just because I try to keep really well informed of like what piles are in the table and what I have face up. Like, I try to really be aware of what's out there. But honestly, I couldn't tell you because I literally black out like during a round <laughs> of Dutch Blitz. I just go yeah. into like a, a fugue state where I, all I know is stacking cards because it'll be like Luke will blitz and I'll still have 24 cards on the table and only have had one <laughs> left in my pile. And he's like, I got 14. Like, I got 24. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) It's a little bit crazy, but I think everyone liked the game and will want to play it more. I don't know. Hopefully I didn't completely demoralize them because it is my favorite game. (laughs) It's very fun. Yeah. I think, yeah, again, I think it's very similar. It's one we played a lot growing up, especially with my grandmother. She got very competitive about it. It's just, there's something about slapping a card down Mm. and your hand is right underneath someone else's hand who's trying to slap the same card down, but they're just not quite as good as you. a little too slow. Yeah, Yeah. I love a a game like that. We also played a lot of, what's that other game? Spit? Oh, Spit's fun. Spit is fun. Mm -hmm. Spit is Mm right. Me and Maggie Morgan played Spit when we were in New York together. The other thing about Dutch Blitz is my sister and I also play a lot of two-person Dutch Blitz. 
Mm-hmm. And if I'm like on a roll putting cards down, she'll be like, hey, stop. What are you doing? Stop that. Stop. And then last week we were playing and she just like sat up straight and goes, I'm fucking angry. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really funny. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I'm fucking angry. <laughs> but then when she's doing well and not, if I'm having a bad round, just based on the cards in front of you which does tend to be the only thing that impacts my magnificent ability in Dutch Blitz. I'll be like, no, hey, stop (laughs) Only luck can stop you. Only luck can stop me when it comes to Dutch Blitz. I am a card stacking machine. (laughs) I wish I could get paid to play Dutch Blitz. I would be a professional. Yeah, must be some sort of industry for that. Surely there's a pro league (laughs) of Dutch Blitz in Canada. I would think so. Anyways, so that's how my birthday was. How was how how have you been in the last week since we've last recorded a Tuka and Bird pod? I don't know. Everything's the same. The this class being over, I can't begin to tell you what a good thing that is. I'm so happy for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Today he was like, yeah, and uh, you'll have your comprehensive exam in May. And just a reminder, I'm on the committee. And we were like, oh, good. Great. Not if we get him fired through Ombud's <laughs> reports. <laughs> exactly <laughs> I th- I- anyway speaking of december you should give people <laughs> the very important information about the december schedule for yes bojack horse pod presents to Bird pod yes we had perfect attendance for bojack horseman minus one week where we didn't talk about an episode and Lindsay sent me ama questions via facebook <laughs> messenger we have released ourselves from the obligation to have perfect attendance because mm-hmm. it's a puritanical concept <laughs> and is rooted in white supremacy and capitalism and we will not abide by it anymore mm-hmm. we are tired and we are taking a break it's not a forever break we are going to continue <laughs> covering tuca and birdie the show you know and love in the new year. But this will be the last Tuca and Birdie recap of 2022 because we're taking December off, baby! Baby! Yes, if you are desperate for more content, you can always hear us on Patreon because we will keep doing that. But this is our last regular episode for 2022. (laughs) Yes, we are going to obviously record our December Patreon as planned. We would never leave paying customers waiting that doesn't Mm -hmm. feel right but other than that you're out of luck you're gonna have to find (laughs) other content to listen to for the month of december might i suggest the back catalog of the simpsons then and now (laughs) and mess magnets over on rom as a podcast (laughs) or the real love vote or too hot to handle (laughs) listen just google my name it's fine yeah Hmm. (laughs) podcast of tomorrow (laughs) and the podcast of tomorrow of course Mm -hmm. which i assume will also be taking a december long break i assume that it will be the case yes i don't remember if i've asked alex yet for that (laughs) if you start recording weekly podcasts with alex and no weekly podcast with me i will egg his house (laughs) no we'll be taking a break for sure Mm, okay well if you're sure (laughs) But yes, that that's what's happening. I'm sorry, horse girls, but we are very tired. And as Lindsay mm. queued up, Too Hot to Handle's coming back, which means I have to podcast about 10 episodes of TV in a two-week span. And it's hard to do. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. 
Yeah, no, I also just it was a lot doing two weekly podcasts and editing them and doing school and doing work and I'm tired and I think this is a hell of an idea and Kirsten seems into it. So (laughs) I'm so into it. Lindsay was like, let's take a break. And I was like, what if we did the whole month of December? (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You'll you'll never get rid of me, Lindsay, but we can take a break from podcasting. Yes. Yeah, we'll be back. Back in January. Yeah, I think it's healthy to take a break. I agree. Yeah, it keeps us from getting burnt out and lets the podcast go on longer. <laughs> it keeps the podcast fresh and exciting. That's right. That's right. Okay. Perfect. Well, should we get into some segments? Absolutely, yes. What time is it? Well, Brian Scally has led us into the what time is it right now segment, and it is... Tuesday, November 29th, 2022, at 5.34 p.m. in the Pacific time zone, 8.34 p.m. in New York, 1.34 a.m. on Wednesday, November 30th in London, and 9.34 a.m. on Wednesday, November 30th in Hong Kong. And that is what time it is right now, brought to you by Brian Scali. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and what day is it? <laughs> and oh my God, what day is it? Well, this podcast will be released on Tuesday, December 6th, 2022, and we've got some holidays for you. It is Miners Day. Miners as in, like, coal miners, not, like, like, under 18. (laughs) That would sound creepy, and I would say no thanks. It It is Mitten Tree Day, which I think is where you put your mittens to dry. Mittens on the tree. Oh, I thought it was just to dry your mittens. Oh, it's based off of a book by Candace Christensen, which is called Mitten Tree, which is about an elderly woman who watches children gathering at a bus stop each morning. And when she notices a boy that doesn't have any mittens, she knits some and puts them on a nearby evergreen tree for him to find. And she begins knitting mittens each night and the children begin looking for new mittens each morning. So you can do mittens. And then sometimes I think people donate mittens and then they get put in trees for people to take. Cute. Pretty cute. It is the National Day of Remembrance and Action on Violence Against Women in Canada because it is, of mm. course, the anniversary of the Ecole Polytechnique mm-hmm. shooting. Yes. Important. I like how they put it between Mitten Tree Day and National Gazpacho Day. <laughs> yeah, the order of things is always very strange. Yeah. It's like, okay, you, you'll put your mittens in a tree, you remember violence against women, and then you have some cold soup. Mm-hmm. That's why you need mittens. The soup looks disgusting. Yeah, I'm not a big gazpacho guy. It's fine. It's so gloopy. Yeah. I'd rather my soup be hot. Yeah. I'd rather it not be so smooth. Mm, interesting. Like, I like soup with, like, the fully Stuff chunks in of it. vegetables <laughs> in it, you know? Mm. My favorite part of vegetable soup is eating a chunk of potato. <laughs> surprising no one <laughs> i actually prefer a smooth soup i like a carrot soup mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's horrifying <laughs> to me and also i've never even heard of someone eating carrot soup let alone it being their favorite soup <laughs> like a ginger carrot situation mm. Mm, it sounds like it's great for your immune system and i will not be partaking in that <laughs> it is national microwave oven day okay i, I don't own a microwave Nice. Oh, good. I didn't own one for some time, but I absolutely do now. 
basically, if I live in a place that comes with a microwave, I have a microwave. And if I live in a place that doesn't come with a microwave, I don't have one. Because what? I'm going to own a microwave and carry it from (laughs) apartment to apartment in case it doesn't come with one? Absolutely not. Like a Romanov. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then what? I've got two microwaves. And an air fryer. Oh, man. That's too much. It is National Pawnbroker's Day. I don't think we should be Mm. celebrating pawnbrokers. I think probably not. I think that they're like a pretty predatory. Yeah, it seems like they're sort of capitalizing on people's misfortunes. I don't like it. Don't tell Akiva because it is put on your own shoes day. <laughs> as opposed to someone else putting them on or putting on someone else's shoes. It's as, to po- it's as opposed to putting on someone else's shoes because it's it represents when you're leaving a, gav- a large gathering and you <laughs> think you're putting on your own shoes, but then you realize you're actually putting on someone else's shoes. So put on your Classic. own shoes day will help make sure you never do that again. Okay, well... Uh, I mean, I guess I, I live mean, in Vancouver and own Blundstone, so there is a risk. That's why you got to get the chisel tips. Yes. They're just a little different. You don't know what I mean, do you? No. They have more of a square mm. toe, yeah, so they're a little toes. bit different. Yes. I have chisel tips, and they're gray, so they don't fade in with everyone else's quite as badly. I think I'm looking at those right now, the gray ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is St. Nicholas Day. Yeah, right, where they put the, speaking of shoes, put candy in the shoes. Oh, yeah, it's about putting candy in people's shoes, but only in your own shoes, not in anybody oh, else's. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the opposite of what it is. <laughs> it's called done. a callback. Yes. <laughs> Ever heard of it? <laughs> Ever heard of it? <laughs> it is also World Trick Shot Day, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. which is celebrated today because of the harlem globetrotters because they were the originators of the trick shot all right story checks out yeah and that's what holidays it is today incredible what a dream season two episode four nighttime friend what did you think of it i like this one it has a certain serene quality like everything's happening at nighttime sort of Mm -hmm. a peaceful episode not as frenetic as some of the other ones that we've seen and i like that we get more Tuka focus this time. I think that's something that we've noticed quite a bit already is like there have been comparatively few Tuka episodes. Mm-hmm. It's nice when we get them. Yes. I really love this episode. I felt warm and fuzzy inside at the end mm-hmm. of it. And Sashir Zameda is in this episode and oh. I instantly recognized her voice. So I did not pick up on that. Of I was very proud of myself for recognizing a voice. I should be better at consuming Sashir content because I mostly just know her from being Nicole Byer's best friend. And like, Mm -hmm. she's an actress in her own right and I should have more respect for her. But I know her from the podcast Best Friends with Nicole Byer and Sashir (laughs) Zameda. Fair enough. Fair enough. And she, I like her character. I hope we get to see more of it. I hope so too. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Very promising after that mechanic disappointment. Yeah, the mechanic was very disappointing but yes nighttime friend i really liked it so so it was really good i I don't know like i think we've gotten some like really different takes in the last few episodes like the plateau one was super different from what we'd seen before and then this one also super different so i like that they're trying stuff i feel like this one felt the most like season one out of any episode so far actually because Mm. of 
Tuca and Birdie not really having anything like in common throughout the episode and I don't know it just it felt more like what we started with in a good way Mm -hmm. yeah I could see that yeah their, their stories don't really intersect at all But yeah, they are definitely still trying new things in this episode and throughout Mm -hmm. season two. So I do really like that. And I concur with you. Good. Good. So this is the second episode in a row where there is no cold open and it just goes straight into the credits. True. Yeah. Weird. Didn't even notice. Yeah. It's a weird situation. I only noticed it because we talked about it last week. So (laughs) this is the type of content you get when you are listening to a podcast about a show. (laughs) <laughs> this episode, uh, in case anyone is in Canada and hasn't been able to watch with us, this episode was available fully on YouTube, and that's where oh. I watched it. And it's like through the Adult Swim channel, so it's presumably not going anywhere. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, that's great to know. I watched it on the watch.global.tv. So Bertie, Tuka, and Speckle are getting ready for a TV night, and they are watching a show that everyone at Bertie's office has been watching, which is called Buried in Oil, which is about some sort of like oil spill that killed a bunch of birds, Mm -hmm. uh, but like, I guess could have been avoided and there was a lot of corruption behind the scenes. So it seemed like an oil spill version of maybe like Aaron Brockovich or like... (laughs) Yeah, I uh, guess so. Chernobyl, I, I, maybe? Yeah, like any of those things where it's like, it turns out that all along the problem was society. It's like, yeah, that tracks. I mean, in most things it is the problem. Tuka makes a comment about Birdie always falling asleep when they watch TV. And Speckle agrees, saying that she's a sleepy, sexy grandma bird and has a weird, <laughs> like, fantasy about a grandma. Mm-hmm. That was really funny, a sleepy, sexy grandma bird. <laughs> Honestly, that's me. <laughs> I liked it a lot. I do. It's funny to me how often Speckles, both of them, honestly, they picture each other being super old, but Speckles just like, yes, I can't wait until we're so old. Yeah. Speckle is like, listen, I cannot wait to be old with you and I'm going to continue to find you sexy forever. <laughs> and Birdie's like, oh my God, getting old is the worst thing in the world. Yeah. And he's just like, no, you're perfect already, even as a grandma. <laughs> it's this classic anxious attachment with a secure attachment yeah classic which is wild that he even has a secure attachment style given everything that birdie puts him through but he's definitely very secure yes you would think that he would be a lot more insecure at this point would have some concerns given that she just like disappears periodically so so birdie naturally does fall asleep watching the show and speckle is happy to carry her to bed because he just got a step counter because he sits down at his desk so much and Tuka asks does it count farts and he says no then he farts and it does count it as a step so <laughs> if your step counter's not counting farts it's no does good it even work yeah yeah he like carries birdie to bed and his pedometer thing says 17 or something this man gets no steps during the day <laughs> honestly same mm-hmm. i yeah. can relate to that Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes me 15 minutes to walk to work and 15 minutes to walk home and that is about it yeah honestly which is so bad i need to mm-hmm. do more moving of my body that's fine we're fine <laughs> tuka goes home and cannot sleep her brain is being too thinky so she goes for a nighttime walk and this mm-hmm. first nighttime walk was kind of bleak very bleak and very very disturbing where the first person she sees he's like 
crumpled up on the ground and she's like it yeah. looks like something very bad has happened to you he's like yeah i fell out of the tree but i'm fine don't worry about it i'm fine and then and this person she's like, definitely no, like, dies yeah she's like no but like i can call someone it's fine and he's like no it's fine i'm gonna be okay and then she keeps walking and his eyes turn to exes proving that he has died yeah very troubling i don't i didn't like that that was very weird i was glad that someone didn't die every night that she went for yeah. a walk I didn't love it either. I thought it was really weird. Not sure what they were trying to do with that. No, I, I think it was just like them being like, wouldn't it be so funny if this happened? Mm-hmm. And like, I guess it wasn't not funny, <laughs> but it wasn't the I funniest guess. thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so she goes to the cemetery to see her mom's grave, truly toucan. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, that's all there is from today, implying that she goes to see her mom's grave every single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noted that too, where she says, yeah, not much new since yesterday. And it's like, whoa, every day. Wow. I think that's a lot of time to spend visiting someone's grave. Yeah. She does say the air is crispy, just like how we like our French fries, and then is inspired to get fries. So I did like that a lot. And I was like, she's me. <laughs> and she orders her fries extra crispy, just like me. But what she is not liking me about is that she orders her fries with a fried egg with a dry yolk and a virgin Bloody Mary, like seriously, no vodka. And she puts them all in the cup together to drink as one thing. I would. Why would you do that to perfectly good French fries? Yeah. Horrifying. (laughs) Everything about this is bad. It's like get them extra crispy and then mix them with a drink. Literally, why would you get them extra crispy? Makes no sense. It doesn't make a lick of sense. When she's in the diner, she does hear the plant teens talking about their teacher. And they are like, oh, he's so old. He's like 29. Mm, Do you feel attacked? I am always being attacked. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I thought it was was really funny, like, just on how when you're a kid, you think what is old is so young. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're not to talk about a Survivor podcast, but... Oh, my God. <laughs> there's that guy, Sammy, who says that he's 22 or something when he's 19. And I think it was Tyson was like, yeah, he doesn't realize that that's the same thing because <laughs> he's so young. He doesn't yet know that 19 is 22. And honestly, I think they're a I little... Feel. I mean, the thing is, is I do think if you talk to me at 19 and you talk to me at 22, you would get different something very different Mm -hmm. from me i do think you actually grow a lot in those years to anyone like over the age of 25 it's the same it's the same exactly (laughs) (laughs) like it's not the the same same. but like it's the same Mm -hmm. yes i also liked the teens being like i'm out of new growth and like that's how they tip (laughs) they're like leaves yeah and the bird just eats the leaves and i was like okay this is extreme more extremely troubling developments on how people eat in birdland but i can't interrogate i I literally can't interrogate it i just cannot so when she's walking she does encounter a kid who's like hanging out his bedroom window who asks for help with her with their toy toy airplane tuka throws it up to him but then there's a bug in the pilot seat that just like flies away (laughs) into the sun well i guess moon yeah that part was so bizarre where the i think the bug was going like mayday mayday (laughs) just like flew off yeah it was extremely weird Mm-hmm. Yeah, very strange. And then she's um, Speckle. Yeah, so Speckle is clearly sleepwalking and mm-hmm. is on a run to get more steps. So I guess this step counter has invaded his brain and made him realize he needs more steps. 
I guess so. Yeah. It's very strange because he's just like, I can't remember what the number said. I feel like it was like 12,000 or something. Like he's been out for a while. It was a lot of steps. It was quite a few steps. Tuca goes to an all-night pharmacy, but when there's an announcement that you can't just pick things up, look at them, and put them down in a different location, if you're not buying something, get out, she leaves. That was really funny. I I love that. Like, just put things back where you found them. What are you doing? It was so funny. It was like, if you're here to buy something, just buy it. Like, don't just... Again, everyone leaves the store. Everybody leaves the store. Yeah, it's so good. Do you pick I things up have, at the store? or? So I've definitely been guilty of like certainly not putting things back in the wrong place, but I've definitely been guilty of being like, I have like 10 minutes to kill. I'm just going to like wander around to shoppers and look at things. I love picking up every item in a store. Mm-hmm. But like, you yeah. don't put it back in the wrong place. Yeah, you put it back where it goes. I think that's fine. Yeah. Like what? I'm not walking away from the spot with the thing. Like it's going to go right back. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But Tuka goes to the hospital to visit her aunt Tallulah, who is still there. And I like that we she... get some more on this, where it's like the last thing we heard was that she was in the hospital and Tuka was going to go visit her sister and her aunt. And then we just never really got anything again. So it was good to get some more follow up on the story. Well, and it's so it seems like Auntie Tallulah has been in the hospital for some time. Definitely seems that way. Terry is super done with this. <laughs> she says that Auntie Tallulah is flatlining her will to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's over it. And Tallulah says that she just wants her dressing gowns, not her evening gowns. Like, she just mm. wants to die with dignity. And maybe she should have had babies, but she was told she had a mean uterus. And we get, like, a clip of, like, a uterus, like, cutting down a tree. <laughs> yeah, that did make me laugh. <laughs> it definitely sounds like something that someone would have been told at that time. I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was like a hostile womb and she took that to mean I have a mean uterus. True. I feel like that's kind of the same. (laughs) It is, but also I just Um, don't think it's an important distinction. distinction. What a weird medical term. Mm, Yes. Hostile womb or uterus. But hostile womb because it's a real one. (laughs) (laughs) Every day I learn something new and horrifying about having a uterus. (laughs) <laughs> yuck Lucas <laughs> says that the mean uterus goes with the mean rest of her and they laugh and laugh she's like you're the only one that understands me and Tuka has brought her her juice which is bottom shelf liquor and mm-hmm. Tulula also says she wants Tuka to have the power, her power of attorney yes yeah and she's like I told Terry that I don't want her to do it I want it to be you because you're the one who understands me very weird very very weird yeah. Tuka's like okay very bad also this is like seems very much like she's trying to pit them against one another especially as we get further into the episode but definitely she's doing something here where it's like i'm going to use this as a weapon she just wants what she wants Mm -hmm. like she just wants to have her own way and she Mm -hmm. will use anything at her disposal to get it obviously yes it's very strange when tuga's leaving the nurse calls her out for giving alcohol to her aunt and the nurse is named kara and it is shasir Yes, definitely didn't catch that, but I do love that she's here. And yeah, she's like, yeah, weird choice to give someone in the hospital alcohol. I see this shit all the time, but most people at least don't do it so flagrantly. Yeah, it was quite obvious. Mm-hmm. Very blatant about it. Um, where, like, she's the nurse is in the room and she's just like, here you go. Yeah, this, here's your juice. Mm-hmm. With, like malt on the bottle. And she's like, why do you always come so late? Are you nocturnal? And Tuka says the medical term is tired, but still banging. Yes, I like that line a lot. 
that's how I will refer to myself moving forward. <laughs> True. <laughs> so then we flash to like the next night, I guess, or maybe several nights later. We don't really have a sense of how many nights it's been. But Birdie has made herself coffee and made the coffee with coffee instead of water in the brew. A double coffee. So that she will stay awake and be able to watch Buried in Oil. Yeah. But this is also funny, too, where she's like, "Every we have to watch it because Tuka's like, we don't actually have to watch this. And she's like, no, yeah, we absolutely do. Today at work, Dirk told me that my frown face looks just like Mavis when she realizes the oil is still spilling. And everyone laughed. What did that mean? <laughs> So, yeah, she doesn't know what it, it means. And so she continues to miss out because when the coffee goes into her body, it could go to her brain or it could go to her butt. And she's just to go straight to her butt. So she's got <laughs> yes. the poops. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> and she's like, never mind. And then just like rushes into the bathroom. I did find it very funny that everyone like Tuka and Speckle are both just going to congregate outside the door. And she's like, actually, can you just like leave the building? Not just get away from the door, but please get out of here. Like, forever. Please leave forever. Mm -hmm. Tuka asks her through the door what power of attorney means. And mm -hmm. Birdie explains that it's what if something bad happens and Tallulah can't make decisions, Tuka would decide what to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely, I hate this a lot when people speak to you while you're in the bathroom. <laughs> so it's like, what is power of attorney? <laughs> yeah, it's not something that, like, super happens in, in my life. But if it did happen in my life, I would not like it that. Mm -mm. No good. Yeah, I, I would take a pass on that. Speckle's step counter is at 12 miles, so we can tell he's been walking more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he's gone from like 17 steps to 12 miles. Yeah, and Birdie says that she is incredibly alert for this experience. Yes, very Poor funny. thing. Poor, yeah. poor Birdie. In the middle of this, she also, yeah, like you mentioned, um, she's going to ask Birdie, Tuka's going to ask Birdie what power of attorney is, and just the way that Birdie says, like, this is actually a huge deal. This is very important. I feel like it freaks Tuka out a little bit. It definitely does, as I feel like it should. I feel like mm -hmm. like that is a very serious thing. Yes, big responsibility. Yeah. So Tuka goes for another night walk. She sees all the teens camping outside the vintage sexy campy movie at the theater <laughs> and decides to go into the movie. We also mm -hmm. do see Speckle sleepwalking again and stealing a bike in his sleep yes. to get stepped. <laughs> Yes, and he just, like, quietly shushes the person he's stealing the bike from. He's just, like, shh, 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 and bikes off. Yeah, and he's, like, drooling, too. Like, he's very obviously yes. asleep. So Tuka goes in to watch Sexy Campy Movie, which is just the bird version of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm -hmm. That line of, like, I want to be a sexual eagle. <laughs> Killed me. <laughs> I laugh so hard. <laughs> um, and then Tuka gets called out for having never seen the show before. And they're calling her a virgin. And they're like, what mm -hmm. do we, we do with virgins? Sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. But Tuka takes this opportunity to say, okay, well, I haven't seen the movie, but I have had sex. And I think I'm the only one in this room that has. So I'm going <laughs> to teach you all about sex by the power of attorney. That's right. Have you ever been to one of those Rocky Horror Nights? I never have. I think yeah. I would like it. It's really fun. I went to one in Ottawa. I did one of the like midnight showings. It was very fun. Midnight showing of anything doesn't sound good to me. Yeah, I was young. <laughs> now I'm old. Yeah, I'm way too old. But so Tuka does a full like sex ed thing, including giving them advice on eating ass. She assigns an essay on hand jobs. Like, mm -hmm. it's a lot. One of her pieces of advice is dress for the position you want, which really killed me. 
it's a lot it's it's a lot yeah she goes to the cemetery again visits her mom again and at the cemetery sees a gravestone for a toucan with her same name and it's still like Mm -hmm. calm down it's a very common name yeah literally on the gravestone (laughs) all of the gravestones had really funny little epitaphs but i did not write them down either while she's at the graveyard she sees speckle sleep biking and she's like i gotta tell birdie about this why does birdie not notice this birdie's dead to the world i guess she's such a deep sleeper she's a sleepy sexy grandma bird i guess so i feel like i'm all those things but i am a very light sleeper well maybe you think you're a light sleeper but you actually are not a light sleeper maybe She passes the little child in the window again, who's, like, upset and lonely because they want a nighttime friend. Their parents are nighttime friends. He doesn't have a nighttime friend. And says, oh, Tuga, you could be my nighttime friend. And she says, that sounds creepy. Nope. (laughs) I love how Tuga does this. This was also very similar to the first episode. I feel like there's something. What happens? She, like, steals a kid's ice cream or something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I I do love her irreverence toward children where she's just like, nope, weird. See ya. (laughs) No, but, like... This is how adults should feel about the concept of being friends with a child. That's creepy. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's very fair. Like, I, I don't know. I haven't wanted to be friends with a kid since I was a kid. Yeah. I think that's how you're supposed to feel. And I think that's appropriate. Like, I don't even want to talk to a 20-year-old. <laughs> and they're 20. Like, I'm allowed to talk to 20-year-olds, but I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Tuka gets a lift from a street cleaner who talks about how nobody thinks his job is important, but the city would be filthy without them. And they're, like, driving over cars, making everything shiny. They drive over, like, the adult bookstore and make it a children's bookstore. He is cleaning the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he says he would like to clean Tuka. The short shorts should be regular length shorts. I laughed really hard. And Tuka says, like, no, you can't do this. Like, a city needs its smut and its flavor. She kicks him out of the street cleaner, backs up to undo some of the cleaning, and also runs over him. And then he, I, it looks like is maybe a drag queen or doing mm-hmm. some some sort of gender-bending clothes. Uh-huh. And they say, the filth was inside me all along. And it's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. This was great. I love this. <laughs> I laughed really hard at that. Like, well, there's no point to it. There's no reason for it. But mm-hmm. it made me laugh. And yeah, it goes literally nowhere. But it was very funny. <laughs> I love this reminder that things don't need to go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Things can just be funny. I love And Tuka and is. So she gets to the hospital to see Tallulah she puts foot cream on her and she lets her aunt know I I didn't bring you your nightcap but I brought you this teddy bear and it's wearing a nightcap because you gave me a power of attorney so I have to do what's best for you Mm -hmm. yeah and she's like you're here to get better and giving you booze probably isn't going to help you get better so I've decided not to do this and she's like oh yeah actually no okay see ya bye and by the way I made Terry power of attorney again yeah, she's like, you don't want this responsibility. Yeah, I'm doing you a favor. Very manipulative language here. So weird. She's like, anyways, can you just give me quiet to rest? And then she says, oh, can you consign those dresses for me and just bring me the cash? Obviously looking for a different way to get booze. Yes, clearly. So Tuka leaves the room and she is upset. And the nurse, Kara, takes her up to look at the babies because she likes to come up here when it's been a tough shift. Mm-hmm. Just a bunch of eggs. <laughs> this is in Grey's Anatomy. There's a scene where they 
like a stretch where they like to go look at the babies when they have bad days. So (laughs) this is probably lifted directly from that. That sounds right. (laughs) And I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. And so Tuka's like, oh, you mean like Tallulah when you're talking about tough shifts? Like, oh, that's just how she is. She's a roast master. And Mm -hmm. Kara looks at her like, "Mm, okay. Something like that. (laughs) So... Tuka does not consign the gowns. She just puts them in the trash and then goes mm-hmm. home. I respect it. She sees this huge line and she's just like, yeah, no, <laughs> not doing it. Why is there an all night clothing consignment place? <laughs> and why is the line so long? I think it had a thing yes. being like, because your assistants don't need sleep. <laughs> yeah, it was like 24 hours a day consignment shop. And I think she goes past it at a different time and there's nobody in line. But at this point of the night, very popular. Everyone is in line. So then it goes to... Maybe the next day, maybe several days down the line. I'm inclined to believe it's several days down the line because when Speckle tries to sit down, his thighs have gotten so jagged <laughs> that he rips through his pants and he pops yes. corn with his thighs. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Speckle really getting fit over here. He's yoked, absolutely <laughs> yoked. And but yeah Tuka puts the corn in his legs to get him to pop it with his thighs and he's talking about how many steps he's done and they sit down to watch Braden oil which Bernie does not fall asleep this time but she hates the show it's so bad yeah she's like I think I hate this show <laughs> yeah it seems quite apparent that you do the show seems awful yeah. everyone's like this is this show is literally horrible and Speckle's like well we could stop watching at night and you could watch me open jars with my thighs and they're just like yep let me get the jam I'm on board Sounds way better <laughs> I mean listen I'm as much a fan of powerful thighs as the next gal but I don't need to watch <laughs> maybe more so. opening jam with their thighs it's weird yeah fair (laughs) i don't know seems like some sort of fetish and i'm not kink shaming i am kink asking why Mm -hmm. yes so tuka goes to see Tallulah again but when she walks past the door she sees Tallulah with her sister kind of berating her about getting her the wrong type of chips and Mm -hmm. she does not even go into the room yeah she's like i don't need this i'm gonna go talk to that nurse instead but then kara's not there kara's night off Mm-hmm. So Tallulah can't see her. So T- uh, Tuka doesn't see Tallulah or the nurse, and she just leaves the hospital. Yeah. Tuka goes to the pharmacy. And who is at the pharmacy? But Kara. She asks mm-hmm. her if she's there in, like, nursing business. But she's like, well, I'm also, like, a regular citizen who needs to buy personal items. <laughs> she's like, but actually, yes, tonight I am here for nurse stuff. <laughs> I laughed really hard at that. So I like she- Kara. She's very likable. She's extremely likable. I like, mm-hmm. I really just instantly click with her. And Tuka asks if she likes hard-boiled eggs and takes her to the diner where they go to eat hard-boiled eggs. Mm-hmm. Just alone, no fries. Weird to me. Yeah, very, very strange. And they go to the cemetery and she's pointing at like all of these patients that have died. Yeah, she's like, that's my patient, that's my patient, that's my patient. She's like, I just realized this is making me look like a really bad nurse. Like, <laughs> but you just have to look at the full context that we're at the cemetery right now and most of my yes. patients are really old. She's like, I don't know, seems like you might be a bad nurse. Very cute little flirting happening there. Mm-hmm. The ev- and at the cemetery, they also see the teens doing like a seance asking for the horniest ghost. Mm-hmm. And when the ghost comes out, it's like clearly a hundred years old. And the teens are like, yes. oh my God, it's so old. It's like 35. <laughs> yeah. And the ghost goes over and 
previously we had seen this woman playing checkers with an old man and then she was by herself and then the ghost comes back and goes back to the checkers lady and grabs her boob. Yeah, squeezes her boob. So mm-hmm. you love to see it. <laughs> she laughs. Or, it's, it doesn't come off as yeah, it seems like it's insidious. Okay. Yeah, it, seem, it seems like it's okay. When they're walking, they see that child in their window again and the kid asks for a lullaby and Tuka's like, nah. But Kara sings a really lovely lullaby, and then Tuka sings with her. Very cute. Very cute. And Kara has a nice voice. Kara's a great voice. I did not know that. Shazir could sing. Yeah, I was going to ask you that if you had heard her sing before. It was quite nice. I really liked Mm -hmm. it. The the whole vibe of this night walk seems way more chill when she has her nighttime friend. Yes, agreed. But then, then the little bird parents ruin this by being like, stop singing to our kid. He's 15. Yeah, very weird. Yeah. He does not look 15. Mm -mm. It's like, I'm a late bloomer. So weird. They continue walking and we find out that Kara lives in a lighthouse. The light doesn't bother her too much because she's normally at work overnight. Yes. She just rents. She does not own. Yeah, I've always said that my plan, had I not found a man <laughs> i said My i was God. gonna go live in a lighthouse <laughs> it's like i'm gonna be away from men forever but then i found cam and i like him so well i also think that plan has flaws <laughs> i'm really glad yeah. you didn't run away to a i don't think lighthouses have good wi-fi for recording podcasts Lindsay. yeah that's fair no i was just getting so frustrated with online dating that i was like that's it move into a lighthouse I think you could actually just choose to be single in the world and not yeah. hide away from it. I just didn't, didn't want to be around men at all. <laughs> well, we could send all the bad men to an island together. Mm, true. Yes, we have seen what happens when we do that. <laughs> yeah, it's totally it's totally normal. Totally normal and fine. Do you see Speckle night cycling onto a boat and joining a rowing team? Mm-hmm. Apparently <laughs> he's just like part of the crew. <laughs> yeah. And Tuka's like... Tell Birdie this shit. Like, I have to tell Birdie what's going on. <laughs> she's been seeing Speckle for many like, nights. Many and she's nights. just like, oh shit, right. <laughs> gotta remember to tell I Birdie. Really gotta tell Birdie about this. So they go to the lighthouse and they're sitting together. And Tuka's tired. And Kara's like, hey, like, pats her lap. Like, put your head down. Tuka puts her head into Kara's lap. And Kara sings to her and pets her head and Tuka sleeps through the night. And it's so cute. It's so cute. I did. I was like, how does Kara stay awake this whole night? But she she's is. used to living on night shift, though. Like, she's probably true. always nocturnal. Yeah. And true. then just like it was her night off. Yeah. More caretaking on her night off. But this is very adorable. It didn't really seem like caretaking. It just seemed yeah. sweet to me. Very sweet. I liked this. It felt much more promising than the mechanic situation. It Well, Tuka actually let herself be vulnerable and didn't yes. present it as a fake dating show. So I really That's liked cool. this and I thought it was super cute. We do get a post credit scene and it's just the two animals buried in oil staring at each other and it goes buried in oil. <laughs> the show seems very bad. <laughs> It really, I, it doesn't seem like there's any plot at all, Mm-mm. other than that they're buried in oil. Yeah, it was society all along. That sounds about right. Yeah. But that's it. That's the episode. Yeah, that's the episode. It's a good one. It. I like this one a lot. Me too. I thought it was so cute. Mm-hmm. We have no emails. And we have no tweets. And we have no reviews. <laughs> Well, that's fine because all of the horse slash bird girls have a great opportunity now of one month in which to send us 
all of your Tuca and Birdie feedback, all of your reviews on the podcast, anything you want us to know, you have a month to send it to us and we will address it when we are back at the end of our break. And you can do that by tweeting us at Bojack Horsepod or by emailing us bojackhorsepod at gmail.com. Beautiful. And do Patreon yeah. if you want in the meantime. Yes, you can go to patreon.com slash bojackhorsepod, become a patron. We've got like what, eight months of content sitting in there? That sounds right. Yeah, we we got eight-ish months of content there for you to enjoy and love. And we get get a lot more casual and real over there. I know what you're Mm. thinking. How could they get more casual? (laughs) We can. Don't worry. Yesterday, we forgot if I introduced Lindsay or not, so I just didn't. So uh, (laughs) that's the the fun over on the Patreon. We are having a great time. Uh, Lindsay is also is taking a break from recording anything new, but you can go listen to the podcast of tomorrow. You can listen to The Simpsons then and now. You can listen to her guest spot on the Crown poster recap. You can listen to the What We Do in the Shadows poster recap. Listen, there's Lindsay content to be found. And you should go listen to it. If you'd like to hear from me, you can listen to Mess Magnets, where we talk about pop culture every week. You can listen to the Real Love Boat recap over on Rob Has a Podcast. Over this next month, Too Hot to Handle will be out, and I'll be covering that over on the Hot Dummies on Islands feed. And you can follow me everywhere at kirsten said what including twitch.tv slash kirsten said what we will be back in approximately one month to talk about season two episode five of two and birdie vibe check see you then bye